0: All right, welcome back. Uh, This is a podcast um, episode, I don't know, something or other. It's like episode two of not leaving our house for the podcast. So who who knows how far we'll get on that. Um, Mitch, I I think if we want to have a podcast that gets a lot of people to listen, we should clearly just talk about Kansas basketball sanctions for 45 minutes or so.
1: Yeah, uh, that's definitely the, the hot topic of conversation on our board, and really in you know, a lot of places right now because there's not much else happening. Uh, that response was interesting. I, um. I mean, that
0: was basically – like, look, I respect very much what Kansas has done for the last eight months because it's all just been a giant middle finger to the NCAA.
1: Yeah.
0: And a, the I, I thought it was funny at the end of 92 pages – that included in the ncaa response was basically we did not appreciate bill self wearing a giant dollar sign
1: necklace yeah yeah no i mean it, it it's it, it's interesting because like you pointed out yesterday a lot of people thought missouri should do that you know just yeah. eye everything and say come and prove it you know we're not going to help you at all uh but I think that obviously carries a little risk. And now we're going to see if that ends up kind of exacerbating, uh, you know, the, the punishments. And, and I still, you know, this is going to frustrate people. I still think we're really even very close to that point, you know, oh, no. nice six months to a year away from, from punishments getting handed down and then, you know, longer for an appeal. But yeah, I, I definitely think it's possible that, that, you know, I, after especially after reading everything in the NCAA's, uh, you know, communications yesterday, that, that this whole strategy could backfire on Kansas.
0: Like, I think they played two – well, imagine it backfiring that you had stripper poles and money guns. And, <laughs> I don't know. And, I mean, it seems logically like the best thing to do to me. But, you um, know, but, like, I think we played two – Full seasons before this thing's over because people want to know why it's moving so slowly. Literally, by the time the ruling came out on Missouri's case, I had forgotten they were still being investigated for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I was like, oh yeah, that's still a thing.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, these things move really slow. Um, I don't know. I we'll see. It's 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 kind of it's entertaining. I mean, like everything you know, everything basketball related in that that uh table there's there's a table that's so, like laid out all the charges and yeah. aggregate ever, aggregate aggravating and mitigating factors everything basketball related either you know re- pertaining to a violation or like an ag- aggravating or mi- mitigating factor kansas and the ncaa didn't so i mean you just have to like it, i just think this is going to take a while it was i i mean this is an
0: over the top analogy, but what is this for? If not being over the top but it it's like if the cops accused you of murder and you 're like, no, i didn 't do that now. I speed in my every time I get in my car, I speed <laughs> like i I break the law, so you need to give me six hundred and twelve speeding tickets, but I <laughs> did not kill that person, even though the dead body is here in my living room yeah you know. yeah yeah it was it was good um but, like, on a serious note, all these cases, it, like this, LSU, Arizona, I, I don't know, I guess throw an NC State in there. I, there's probably say, Louisville again. Like, this is kind of the crap or get off the pot
1: moment for the NCAA. Like, right. if, if
0: if if nothing
1: happens here, what are we even doing? no you're absolutely right and i think that's what's kind of led to some of the frustration about how long it's all taking which really by ncaa standards i'm not sure this is taking that long i mean it's pretty quick you know when this all came out in the fall of what was it 2017 uh like feeling like man this could take like five to ten years to sort through because first you the fbi is going to have to open it up and all this stuff but you know yeah it's 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 truly like if Nothing happens to these schools who are caught on federal wiretap because, I mean, you know, the NCAA doesn't have that kind of power to, to do this again. Like, they have to make examples of these guys or else you might as well. I mean, like, you might as well just cheat. You've said it before. and I agree. Like, if, if you know, Sean Miller and Will Wade and Bill Self keep their jobs and, and get slaps on the wrist, it is really absolutely there's no argument to be made that it's not worth it.
0: Well, and the the best part of it to me, and this was in the Kansas response, but I swear this part isn't a Kansas thing. Like, it it could be true of any school that was in this situation. And I don't know who posted it, but somebody posted it on our message board yesterday. And it's the best thing I've seen. Like, if Bill Self wasn't involved in this, if he wasn't working with TJ Gasnola, how did TJ Gasnola know which players to pay? Like, did Bill Self just say, I don't know, pay some guys and we'll take those guys? I get, like, yeah, He absurd. has to know
1: which ones are worth the money. Yeah, it's absurd. I mean, like, you know, you can respect the sort of the, you know, the stance that Kansas is coming from, or at least acknowledge like that might work, right? You know, right. just basically saying you can't, you know, you but you're going to have to prove it. But, like, you can't logically think, like, buy that the argument it's it's basically asking you to be an idiot right if
0: if 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 Bill Self didn't know what he was doing then why wasn't T.J. Gasnola the head coach at Kansas because
1: he was the guy recruiting all the players right like you you're saying basically you know yeah like you can say yeah I, I understand that might be the winning strategy here but you can't you cannot like you know I'm sure there's you know, fans who, who want to believe everything that's in the Kansas thing. Like you, you can't be that naive to, to think that, I mean, right. first of all the text messages between Bill Self and TJ Gasnola, but you can't believe that he just magically knew who to give money to. And, and, you know, when those players were going to be on campus for these businesses. Right.
0: Well, and like you grew up in Louisville. This is what I remember hearing What with, with what ultimately cost Patino his job was either you knew and were firing you or, you didn't know, which
1: means you're an idiot, because you should have known, and we're firing you. Right, and especially because with Patino, you know, he pled innocence the first time to the, you know, the the escort scandal, um, and, like, it was hard. To believe, I liked like that when
0: you talk about Louisville, you have to decide which crazy just, scandal yeah. you're talking about.
1: Right, yeah, and, like, that one, like, you know, like everyone wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, because it's like, okay, maybe you can imagine a world in which, like, you know, you've got your like older assistant co- or head coach and like the assistants know that they need to like spice up these bits a little bit, but they're like, eh, we probably shouldn't get this. He might not approve, whatever. Like it's unlikely, but possible. But mm-hmm. then when you get it a second time and he goes, no, I just had no idea what's happening on these recruiting trips. It's like, we've already gone down this road once. You should probably start paying attention or you're just lying. It's much more likely. And yeah. So I don't know. I'm also That's- fascinated by- to find out what happens with Louisville though, because while they're like the repeat offenders, which, you know, in one, on one hand makes you think they could get hammered. They're the only school that's actually done anything themselves, like anything. Uh, and they may fired made, somebody. And, you mean? And, and, right. You know? Um, so they fired obviously Rick Pitino and Tom Jurich. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how much that kind of plays into, it's kind of the opposite of Kansas, which is like you said, just stuck its middle finger up to the NCAA. Louisville's actually seem to have tried to, take matters into its own hands but also like how much does that help when you are a repeat serial offender i don't know i mean this is all like a great soap opera though i mean there's
0: hookers and stripper poles and bill self and gold changes this, this would make a great tv show
1: It I really, would watch. It is one of those things you just couldn't make up
0: Yeah. Um, All right. So kind of staying on basketball. Missouri got a commitment yesterday. Uh, That's a good thing. Anton Berkshire for the 2021 class. Kid goes to Kickapoo. Look, we don't we haven't talked to him yet. We don't pretend to be scouts. I don't know. He's going to be good, bad or indifferent. We'll see. Uh, But like I brought up in the in the chamber today. You know, this is people, uh, especially with local kids, people are always saying, well, why doesn't this kid have an offer? Why doesn't that kid have an offer? Well, this kid committed within 48 hours of getting an offer. Sometimes he doesn't have an offer because the coaches know he's going to commit pretty soon after he gets that offer. So let's make sure we know where we stand with everybody else before we do this. Right. And I'm not saying that's the case here, but it is the case a lot of times.
1: Right. Yeah, no, it's a good kind of case study and example. And, and, you know, how in-state recruiting can be different and how you do have to yeah be careful to is not, you know, extend an offer to someone who then wants to commit. And then you have kind of a messy situation there. Um, you mentioned, you know, there's some, maybe somewhat mixed reviews. I like It can't be a bad thing to get on the board in the 2021 20, class. I agree. They're going to need a lot of players. Uh, as of right now, I think they're graduating six players and we don't probably expect Xavier Pinson to be back. And like, it's not, it probably wouldn't shock me if there's another transfer as well. So you're talking six to the eight guys uh, that they're going to bring in either from the high school ranks or transfers or whatever. Um, so you want to get on, on the board there. Never a bad thing to get an in-state kid. Um, so we'll see. I think, I think uh, Anton Brookshire is the type of kid who people will look a lot better on if he's, you know, a He's like, you know, one of two or three high school prospects who are kind of low three-star type kids who don't have a lot of high major offers.
0: Um, Yeah, he gets – he will play – well, I guess he might not play. He probably will at some point play against uh, the school in the town he grew up in. Uh, do you have, like, strong feelings about this Missouri State thing?
1: Oh, I sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I sort of understand uh, why people do. You know, you've got the – you know the the big brother little brother type rivalry there, where you don't want to give. Uh, it's not a rivalry, right? I, I personally, I I'm all for any sort of like you know regionalized basketball, like like sports play. like you know you you don't like interact with you know Mizzou fans aren't interacting a lot with you know South Carolina fans or Florida fans, but they are interacting with Missouri State fans, so that's fun. Uh, it's it's nice to give get a chance to do that type of thing. I get that you know for Missouri it's not like the most beneficial scenario in the world either you win and everyone says you were supposed to or you lose and you hear but, about it for but I but also to, but to me if you're in a world, position to it. if you're in a position to
0: lose to Missouri State like the worst thing isn't that you lost to Missouri State the worst thing is your program probably kind of sucks that's true right that's a good point. yeah <laughs> I mean if, if like if you're losing to Missouri State then you're Pro, where Missouri State is right now, because they've actually had good teams at times. Conzo was pretty good there. Steve Alford did real well there. I mean, they've had good teams at the pat, in the past. They don't right now. But if you're losing to them, like you're not talking about an NCAA tournament team or 12 wins in the SEC. You're talking about, well, yeah, I mean, we suck. Oh, yeah, footnote, we also lost to Missouri State. Right. You know, I mean, that's reality.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. So, um, I don't know. I, like I, I said really no strong feelings at all.
0: I think it would be amusing simply because, and maybe this is just what I see on our message board and on Twitter and from some media, like I think it would be kind of amusing if Missouri scheduled a series with every in-state school except SLU. (laughs) <laughs> like they played Semo, they played Missouri State, they had Truman in an exhibition, they played UMKC, and just wouldn't play Slu because, like, up, heads whatever. would ex- Because I, I honestly haven't seen a lot of over the last few years, like Missouri State begging and saying Mizzou should play us, and they won't. I haven't seen the only school I've really seen it from is Slu, the fans, not not the school.
1: I don't think <laughs> Travis Ford probably cares that much, right? yeah i don't know i mean i i think they I, should I, play I, I like i just have so i don't have the strong feeling like strong feelings. Yeah. I'm like sure I, I get i get why they don't like they already play a game in st louis every year that's a pretty big draw like there's right. probably not a reason to play a second one but i also wouldn't mind if they did it'd be kind of fun i don't care
0: i i think they should play exclusively an in-state non-conference schedule and not like, play. like like play columbia college play yeah. uh like uh, i don't know I, I don't even know most other in play Merrimack one game, <laughs> but not Slu.
1: I mean, would that be much worse than the non-conference home schedule they have here? Fair,
0: fair. It's it's not great.
1: the The, the non-conference schedule as a whole is good, though. Um, no, this coming year, yeah. I mean, like this past year, the non-conference home schedule was yeah. just uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this coming year. It's actually looking like it'll be more entertaining. Maybe not good for the record, but entertaining.
0: Yeah. Um. So I don't know. We're about halfway through. We. The plan is to move on to talk about some football things. And I, I, I put it that way because like everybody is coming out with a plan now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, we plan to do this in August. Well, like, look, we we planned to have a guest on the podcast, but then we were told we couldn't and it fell through, so we don't. I, I, this whole, hey, here's what we plan to do in three months, it, I guess they're just doing it so students send them money, right?
1: Right. No, I think that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you have to, you know, you have to at a certain point say, you know, this is what we intend to do so that people enroll and, right. you know, you get your, yeah, you get your enrollment fees and all that. Um, but then what happens buy- if you don't have class?
0: Do people get to say, no, I need my money back? I, well, I don't know so how that
1: works. Uh, I'm about to find out. Right. But. Honestly, probably not, because it'd be the, probably the same as this year. they just say, yeah, nope, sorry, we're going back to online. Um, I really don't know. But, yeah, I, and I'm sure, you know, it's same, same idea on a lesser scale with, like, season tickets. You know, we plan to plan to have the game, so please buy tickets. Um, well, I don't know. I, there's, there's only, you know, as we say every week, anyone who says they know what's going to happen right now is not telling the truth, and there's only so much speculating to do. Um, you know, I, I know we've talked about June 1st as a possible date when you're going to want to probably hear some concrete things. But even then, like, I feel like it's, it's still going to be depending on how things, you know, respond as, as different States start opening back up. So I don't know. We'll see.
0: And and I don't know if there's going to be anything concrete, but I do think June 1st, like we're going to know more. There are going to be some, some, maybe not definitive, but at least kind of edging toward definitive statements. Right. Right. I,
1: I have found it interesting about so many people you know kind of backing this idea of like well if not everyone's willing to play we still want to try to play in some capacity yeah Uh, I I don't really know that I believe them I I I could see it in one sense in one sense I'm like okay yeah like you know you don't want to like I mean these schools need their money and they're they're not going to be very willingly be like well since you know rutgers can't play football we shouldn't be able to like no one notices if rutgers plays football anyway but i just think that it would be fascinating from a liability standpoint because if you know certain schools are saying like it's it's too dangerous for us or you know maybe certain schools have a player test positive and they have to stop playing for a while like and then you keep playing and you have it happen like that's that seems risky to me
0: well in it, it- to me, it's going to be – it would be a very interesting deal. Like, let's say, you know, the – let's say schools do something like, hey, we can only play conference games. Um, mm-hmm. And the Pac-12, hey, we can't play at all, you know, because mm-hmm. Oregon can't have people there and California can't have – whatever. So, so, basically, let's say you've got the SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12 playing conference-only games. So – we know this is about money. If at all possible, they're going to have like a playoff and a postseason. Right. But if you have a postseason that really doesn't mean anything because only 48 teams have have even played games, what's the interest level? I, I mean, college basketball has already become a sport where nobody pays attention till March. Right. So if you know the payoff for this is a playoff and a postseason that really is pretty meaningless. Mm-hmm. What will the interest level be from fans in the regular? And now, look, I, I understand. Alabama fans are going to the games, right? Yeah. Tennessee fans are going. I, I get that. But just what will the overall interest level be if the end of this thing is going to be like, yeah, this one team that played eight games is going to play this other team that played nine games,
1: and none of those nine teams were really any good. and I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like schools would take their chances with that and just be like, you know what? If, well, oh, yeah. I think if 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 it came down to where they felt comfortable playing with part of the country, I think they'd be like, you know what? We don't care so much about the postseason. Right. We just we need to put some games on TV. And we can right, We play, care about
0: having the playoffs so we get the playoff money.
1: Exactly. My thing is uh, the people you know the, and the the people from schools who are saying now, like, yeah, we would probably play without you know anyone or without everyone participating will they actually you know have the fortitude to go right. through with that if someone definitively comes out and says we're not playing football this year right. do you still if you're you know notre dame or the sec or whatever do you still say no yeah okay fine we'll, you know we'll, we'll figure this out without i don't know i don't know if if because obviously that's going to be you know and i Again, like I should say, we say every week, I hope there's football in really any capacity we can get. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. Brave enough to go through with it if there's schools and states saying it's too dangerous.
0: Okay. So let's say, here's another, kind there's so many like tentacles of this. Literally, we could do 10 hours on this. But what if Oregon says, okay, we can't play. Mm -hmm. What happens to Oregon's players? Do they get to transfer? What if what if the Pac-12 isn't playing, but the Big Twelve and the SEC are? Can Oregon's players go to Oklahoma State or or Auburn if they want to? And it, how's that
1: work? That's a yeah. great question. I mean, I have no clue. My best guess would be like they're not eligible for that season they can't just uproot and move and play right away but then they still get that year of eligibility back but like that's a total guess i don't know i don't it's a very fascinating question i have no clue what happened
0: yeah this is it, it and this, this goes to why I think college football is the hardest thing to bring back.
1: Like, look, in the NFL,
0: these guys get paychecks. The NFL is going to make a decision, and the players' union is going to be a part of it. Hey, we're playing on September 10th or whatever it is, uh, Chiefs-Texans. And if Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes decide, yeah, I'm not comfortable, I don't want to play that game, then that's up to them, and they can say, I'm not doing it, and the teams can say, cool, we're not paying you, and and whatever. They can work that out. There's none of that in college football. I mean, what happened to use a local guy, and, and this wouldn't be the case. I'm sure if Missouri says they're playing football, Larry Roundtree will want to play football. But <laughs> I, I need a kid to to use as kind of an example here. So Larry Roundtree sitting at home in North Carolina right now, I assume, right? Sure. So let's say the SEC says, hey, we're playing ball. Missouri's playing whoever it is they play on the 5th of September. Um, you know, kids this can – <laughs> Okay. Central Arkansas. I knew it was somebody I didn't care about, but, uh, so kids can come back and training camp opens July 18th or whatever it is. What if Larry Roundtree's mom says, Larry, I'm not real comfortable with that, man. I don't want you going back with these kids coming from all over the country in this Petri dish of, I, I'm not good with it. So what if Larry Roundtree calls Eli Drinkwitz and says, ah, you know, coach, I, my family, I, I can't do this, man. First of all, he." he probably like I, I mean he has that right as a human being but as a college football player frankly I, I don't know if he'd if any of them would be willing to do that but if they are like is Larry going to get his scholarship next year is he going right. to get a year of eligibility all these things like this is why college is so much harder because you get into the these guys are not employees but they're mm-hmm. going to be treated like this in this as employees and Nobody – Sean Robinson is not sitting at the bargaining table talking about whether the SEC is going to play football or not. Right. He has no voice.
1: Yeah, and I can't – like, I cannot really even fathom a player saying, okay, if we're playing, I'm not going to play. Like, I just know college – You get the point. I know. There will be parents who think it. Oh, absolutely. No, but that's what I'm saying is, like, the peer pressure will be such that there's no way I don't think – like, you know, a, a high major in SEC college football player is going to be comfortable doing that because the right. the pressure to go out there and perform. And you know, I mean, like this is why they're on they on scholarship and at these schools is to play football. And if they don't do that, so the, they risk. So they are employees. You know, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I uh, yeah. There's a lot of variables. I mean, we haven't even talked about you know the the debate about you know, and there was headlines about this yesterday. Could they play if there aren't students? Uh, taking on person in on-campus classes um, you know I, there's I got that's some another, thoughts about that yeah I don't know we'll see uh, basically what we're our conclusion is is uh, we'll, we'll we probably won't know for a little while
0: well and the argument from these schools and I know this because this is the argument that's been made to me kind of just off the record is just because kids aren't at just because class isn't meeting on campus, doesn't mean campus isn't open. Mm -hmm. So, so what they would do is say, look, the, the rec center is open. If someone wants to go use it, the Mm -hmm. dorms are open. If someone wants to live in it, the, uh, the library is open. If someone wants to go check out a book. So just because 99% of students have opted to stay in their hometown and take these classes online because there's no point being in Columbia if they, if classes aren't meeting, doesn't mean that we can't tell these football players to come and look, it's all like, if this happens, if they have football practice and football games at schools where classes online, they're telling us what we already know, which is that major college athletics is in no way about school or about getting an education or about all this other crap they tell us it's about it's about football game and we know that but they keep up this charade where they can kind of plausibly deny that's what it's about if they have games without kids on campus they can't deny that anymore
1: right and then you know that opens up the can of worms of course of you know th- throwing fuel on the fire of, of you know pay for play basically. Right. Uh, So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be fascinating to see how it all plays out, but I really hope there's football to cover. Right. And that's like, we want nothing more than to be
0: covering the central Arkansas. Well, that's not true. I actually (laughs) want to cover a real game, but because central Arkansas is the one on the schedule, that's the one we want to cover. And, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I'd be interested to see from our, like from our involvement in game, let's say they have games and let's say they play. I'll be interested to see how much changes for us, you know. Yeah. Um, because in the past, like, the coach does his press conference, and and I think that would be the same. Like, we're six yeah. feet away from him. They might say something like, you can only fill every third seat, every other row, whatever. That's right. fine. But then when players come in, there are generally like 15 of us just crowded around like a three-foot circle with him. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going – to. so I could see a scenario where they say – okay, here's the coach, here's two players, and we're going to put them at the podium. Or yeah. we're going to – this kid is actually going to get on his phone, and here's the Zoom call that you guys are going to do with him after the game, which will then lead me to, okay, cool, but I'm paying $0 to go to a road game because the only reason we go is to talk to these kids in person. So if we're doing a, an online teleconference, cool, I will sit at home and watch
1: the game, and we'll do that after. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think it would be something like, yeah, you know, a couple guys at a podium or something like that after a game, which would not be super ideal for us, but no. again, if, if there's, I mean, at least there would be football in that scenario, which would be right. a step in the right direction. I yeah, and, and
0: how the media is impacted. It, but like, so Let's say Missouri plays – I don't know. Give me a road game. Missouri plays at BYU this BYU, year. BYU, right? yeah. So let's say BYU is playing football, and let's say that game is scheduled. How much is there going to be um, – how do we know the reporters coming from Missouri can come here and, like, okay, your players, they've been tested, whatever, but you're bringing the – can media – like, is there an unlimited number of media that can go or do they say, Hey, you don't get to bring reporters can't cover it. There's just a lot of things that, that we don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I could see something like that for sure. Where, yeah. You know, cause you worry about visiting media. Have they been, you know, exposed to, especially during the travels and you know, if they're exposed right before they get there, they probably wouldn't be showing symptoms or have a fever yet. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's complicated. I would not be stunned at all to, to see like a no visiting media policy or something yeah. like that.
0: And it is, you know, I, I, I like I'm I'm in a terrible place in this whole discussion because I actually see see points on both sides, which you're not supposed to do. You're supposed oh, to, no, you pick, have to pick take a hard line stance and dig in. And then when somebody challenges you, move further into your hard line stance. But, you know, the whole well, they need to do this. And then it's just up to every person to decide, like we talked about. Do the players get to decide? Do you get to decide? You know, I, I mean, if, if, if frankly, if there's a road game and, and you can go and you call me and say, yeah, I don't feel comfortable going, well, then I got to find somebody who is, you know, right. I mean, there's a lot of people here who it sounds real good to say, well, just don't go if you don't want to go, but
1: it's not really that easy. Sure. And then you got people who maybe live with an older person or, or, or they're like, right. caregivers? They, they have to go check in on their grandma or something like, you know, that, that person doesn't get to decide necessarily. So yeah, it's, it is more complicated. certainly than every individual gets to decide if he participates in society. Um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. There, it's, it's, there's it's, a lot of
0: days I'd rather not participate in society.
1: But. Yeah, we do a pretty good job. I feel yeah. like of not participating in society.
0: I, I uh, the, the, the last, uh, last thing, and now I'm going to completely forget what I was going to bring up. And Oh, no, now I remember. So the, the person I would want to be the least in all of this is, let's say they do a thing where, yeah, we're going to have games, but fan, attendance is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. So, and pick a school. This is just the school I'm picking. But the last person I would want to be is like the Clemson athletic director who has to call 25,000 people and go, look, Jimmy Joe, I know that you have given money to the Clemson football program for 26 consecutive years. And you have always sat at the 42 yard line and and you're a great fan and all that, but we can only have 14,000 people at every game. And frankly, you just haven't given us enough money. So you can't come. Oh my God. I would hate to be that guy making that call.
1: Yeah, that'd be terrible. Or, yeah, you you can come to, like, one of the – we're rotating right. people in. every All yeah. the donors get, like, one home game or something right. like the, that.
0: Right. The high-end donors, they get to see Clemson, Florida State. Level two yeah. is Clemson, South Carolina. And, Jimmy, we are very excited to invite Just you to the Clemson-Furman game. <laughs>
1: yeah no yeah i think i mean yeah it'd be there's that's that's another i mean of just the many like things you're right like you said we could talk about this forever the many like tentacles of this that that people probably don't think about but there's just like how do you how do you deal with yeah people who are used to certain seats or want to go to the games yeah. yeah it is it is very complicated
0: so yeah i mean i feel like we've covered a lot not a lot of it about mizzou but there there's not a lot mazoo specific right now um hopefully we'll do a podcast next week i went back to my gym this morning for the first time so hopefully i will survive and make it <laughs> yeah i wiped down every machine before i used it after i used it i didn't i wasn't really close to anybody now i'm never close to anybody at the gym anyway cuz like my headphones are in before i go in and if anybody tries to talk to me when i'm there it really makes me mad
1: yeah
0: uh so that part wasn't hard for me yeah it wasn't crowded
1: well, I hope you survived. Yeah.
0: I mean, me too. I'm I'm I
1: need all right assignment. so
0: far. Uh I don't know. Anything anything else you uh you want to chat about? Nah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll come back sometime next week. We are actually working on on hopefully getting guests here and, and doing this a little more like the podcast we've we've done in the past, but uh for now it's me and Mitch hanging out. So have a good one, man. All right, you too. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week.